The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Buffalo Rumblings Podcast. Again, guys, I'm your host, Steve Vega. Thank you for joining me on your weekend. And the Buffalo Bills, once again, are highlighted as the must-watch <laughs> team this weekend. No kidding. This is going to be him and Aaron Rodgers, so absolutely it's must-watch TV. And uh, unfortunately for Aaron Rodgers, uh, it looks as though Alan Lazard... Randall Cobb will most likely not even be playing Sunday night. So, there you go. <laughs> if, if, if ever, uh, you know, if, if you're going to bet on underdog, go ahead. But um, I, I recommend it against a different team. I recommend it against a team that is uh, at least a tier below Buffalo. And even with that, the Green Bay Packers lost to a team that seems to be a tier below Buffalo in the New York Jets, and they lost. They didn't just lose, they got obliterated. So, if I was a betting man, I'd throw about $3,000 <laughs> on the favorites this weekend in Buffalo. Uh, it's not looking good for it's not looking good for the Cheeseheads, man. It is looking very bleak. Uh, shoulder injury for Lazard, IR for Randall Cobb, Sammy Watkins. Who do you got? They got a young kid, Watson. I, I don't, I don't know what to expect out of these guys. I know what their defense is capable of, and that's where Buffalo could be dealing with a lot of issues. Running the football up the gut with Kenny Clark. Their secondary is no joke. Gary on the outside. They have weapons. They know how to utilize them defensively, and the Buffalo Bills are going to have their work cut out for them. See, Kansas City basically told the entire NFL that you can have all the weapons defensively that you can possibly have, and you're probably still going to have to succumb in order to stop and slow down Josh Allen 
you're going to have to force him into cover zero where his receiver is going to have to win. You're going to have to bet that your cornerbacks can go toe-to-toe with Gabe Davis and Stephon Diggs. Good luck because Gabe Davis, the more and more they challenge him, the more and more he rises above the challenge. He is literally lighting up everyone, and it's it's just so interesting to watch, right? I mean, here we are dealing with the trade deadline. Uh, Kadarius Tony goes to to, to Kansas City uh, for for some picks, and he's still dealing with the hamstring injury. Apparently, he's greened up and ready to go. But we knew Kansas City was going to try and you know push the envelope on trying to get better as a football team. And let me tell you right now, I, I think they're they're a very, very talented football team without Kadarius Tony. They still have plenty of weapons. I don't know how they're gonna be able to fit him in with all these other wide receivers, and maybe it's they just believe they need depth for the playoffs. They want to take a chance maybe on developing a guy that quite possibly just needs a better quarterback to explode off the scene. We've seen that happen with a lot of players in the NFL. You think they're washed up and they go to a better quarterback and they remind you who they are. Here's the thing. Nobody knows who Tony is yet. Nobody knows what Kadarius Tony can become. That is where, you know, the third and the sixth pick that they sent over there. I mean, that's what you trade. You, you, you're a betting man. They want some value plus a little extra. That's not a really a big deal. You, you, you have to do that if you're Kansas City because it seems as though Odell Beckham, no matter what price they probably gave him, he did not want to go to Kansas City because maybe he just felt like there was going to be a tough time in developing some chemistry and also the expectation level out of what they want from him was going to be completely different. Here's what I want. Odell Beckham for in Buffalo when we're dealing with a third and goal at the three yard line just catch the damn ball in the slot it has been so inconsistent and I'm so over this with the Buffalo Bills right now um it, it who else do the Buffalo Bills have to sign to figure this position out who else do they have to develop um, it, it's, it shouldn't be that difficult. They're getting single coverage. Someone just has to get open. Isaiah McKenzie, Khalil Shakir. Is, is that Isaiah Hodgins? Is it even Dawson Knox? Do we have to utilize the running backs? Like, what I am noticing is that there is a deficiency in the slot. Therefore, the Buffalo Bills feel forced, and you have seen it over and over again, uh, although it's fun to watch. I don't want to see Stephon Diggs anywhere near inside the hashes uh, just because I don't think that should be his responsibility. I think that's something that needs to be figured out. Uh, and look, it, it goes hand in hand. You see what happens. Buffalo Bills had to move on from Cole Beasley for several reasons, and Kansas City had to move on from Tyreek Hill for several reasons. You saw a lot of times Tyreek Hill would be the guy up in the slot. Uh, you know, he'd, he'd line up wide, but if he's in the slot, he's probably doing a drag route. He's probably going to get out, uh, get open quick, you know, get some yak. That's what you expect out of your slot position. And yes, do the Buffalo Bills have flexibility? They do. Um, they got players that can, you know, they can do different things, but it, it's a lack of consistency, which is why Odell Beckham just feels more and more and more like the absolute right decision for the Buffalo Bills right now. Um, 
look, we're going to get into the Packers game and all that. It's just it's really hard to talk about just honestly because I just don't think, especially with uh, the injuries they're dealing with, it's even going to be a fair game. I'm almost going to feel bad for Rodgers. Let's say he does do well. I'm not I'm not going to bet against that Aaron Rodgers won't have some success. I'm just saying it's going to be very hard for him to do what he wants to do. It they're going to have to carry the load. Whoever's going whoever's going to be carrying that load in the passing, it I mean receiving it's it's going to be heavy for him, especially with the the way the front four in Buffalo is playing and shuffling in and out. Um Look, I was on Twitter, and I combated the idea of people saying, oh, we're absolutely going to effing smash them, and this isn't that. Like, all right, pump your brakes. This was before the injuries started to mount up, uh, before this Sunday's game coming up on Sunday night. And look, I, I just, I do not believe to ever count out a former NFL MVP unless... You know, it, it's Cam Newton, and, you know, he's years past his prime, and he's gone through terrible injuries. Aaron Rodgers is still slinging around. He can still read a defense back and frontwards like he's read the book 3,000 times, just like Tom Brady can. He knows what defense you're in. He knows how to manipulate you into getting what he wants. The issue is the execution with the players he has. He's already complaining about it, and there's going to be pressure on this team. Um, right. Uh, Green Bay knows that. Um, I said we're going to talk about it later, but we're talking about it now. Just this soliloquy just keeps going. Look, this is what I'm most concerned about with the Buffalo Bills right now, right? The Buffalo Bills are having issues inside the numbers on getting things done with the football Therefore, they're stretching the field, and I think that's what they're built to do. But when they meet their match, and I think this is a matchup that might pose a threat defensively, you have to give them the respect. They do not have a bunch of scrubs. Things just went the Jets' way last week in Lambeau. And defensively, they made plays. Defensively, they got to the quarterback, and they forced Aaron Rodgers to get uncomfortable and not consistently get the ball out into areas and places he wanted to. And and it forced him to play hero ball. Um, and, you know, many of what he can do hero ball-wise, those years are, are well past him now, right? Um, and so if I'm looking at this game, if I'm Green Bay, I'm thinking I am going to try to run the living hell out of the football and hope my young guys can get going. And maybe Robert Tunyon can get open, you know, and and just get me some yak. That's the difficulty with, you know, how I see this game turning out. Because (laughs) I'm telling you, man, you you have to give respect where it's due. Aaron Rodgers is a hell of a quarterback. Aaron Jones is a hell of a running back. A.J. Dillon is trying to find his stride. Um, But again, we're, we're seeing what's happening with their offensive line. And the Green Bay offensive line, I think, is the apex of what is wrong. I think it is the sole reason that they are having absolutely the most uh, just di- most dysfunctionality they've ever had in years in Green Bay offensively. Um, you know, and, and, and that's since Mike McCarthy and all that. But 
you know, you look at, we're going back to the bills here, and we're looking at the deficiencies that you feel could bite them in the future. It does come down to how they address uh, working inside the numbers, and we're going back to this conversation all over again. You want to control the time of possession? Run the football better and better each week. I'm not expecting the bills to, like, just absolutely, uh, you know, just smack uh, everyone with the run game. I think it's going to be a, a year-to-year thing where we're going to see over and over again them try to get consistency out of that position. You're seeing, obviously, a completely different coordinator. Um, and Ken Dorsey said it himself. He said, hey, I want the ball to be distributed evenly, but I want 17 to make plays happen. I, I, you know, don't be conservative. Be smart. Uh, and I love that. I freaking love that mentality, right? If if you have the intelligence and 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 the ability with your players to stay aggressive but be smart, yeah, that's what you need in the playoffs. I love that mentality. We need to keep that, and we need these guys to understand that that's the most important factor of this offense. Every single play can be a big play. The one play that I just feel is such a Ken Dorsey play, is 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 the pass to Gilliam, the screen pass to Gilliam uh, against the Titans in primetime. And, and, you know, we're trusting him in a key situation to just do something. And he does. He scores. And it is it, he shakes someone off, and he bowls his way over as quick as he can into the end zone. And it's it, 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 it was a super smart play. And, and yet aggressive, right? We see this time and time again um, with, with what the Buffalo Bills identity is looking like. And you know what? I think they found it. I think that's it, right? Smart and aggressive. Not aggressive and conservative. They, they, they don't balance each other out. And I think that was the issue with Brian Dayball. Thankfully, we have someone who was his understudy that just said, screw it. I'm, 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 I'm taking the trainers, training wheels off completely. If, if hell, or high water, hell or high water comes and we're throwing picks, we're fumbling, well, we know who isn't getting the ball when we get the ball back. That's it. That's all you can do. Thankfully, you have a quarterback, you have an offense that's explosive to keep you in games. It's all about that. And in a game where... You're looking at what their defense is capable of. They're very capable of manning up against Stephon Diggs and Gabriel Davis. I think this is going to be such a signature game um, for Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. For Josh Allen especially, I think, for the MVP talk. You talk about going up against a defense that is this stout. I don't care how many, I don't care if the Packers score three points and the Buffalo Bills score 42. I want to see how Josh Allen manipulates this defense because I'll tell you right now, if he's already done it to the top dogs in every AFC division, I want to see him do it to the top dog in the NFC North. Also, again, I'm not talking about just, you know, going toe to toe, toe to toe with Rodgers. It's not necessarily about that. It's, it's more about seeing the Josh Allen growth because this is the type of defense you're going to face in the playoffs. They're not going to care 
if they're bringing the house and they're manning up against you and they're forcing you to make a throw. So I want to see, again, I'm excited, um, but I want to see what else Josh Allen has. You know, I, I think that, and it's not to prove the doubters wrong. I could care less. It's just as a football watcher, you you want to see that consistent growth, right? You know that this is a game that can reveal that. Um, it's, it's any given Sunday. We know this. And it, that's why it's so dangerous to just say, oh, that, you know, Aaron Rodgers is going to get destroyed, whatever have you. It's all going to come down to execution, point blank. Buffalo Bills don't execute. They fumble a kickoff. They go down 14 points, and they end up running the football well against the Buffalo Bills, and the Buffalo Bills, you know, energy and morale just kind of goes down the drain. My God, are we in trouble, especially after coming off a bye week, right? It's a coaching thing. And, and I said this I said this um, before the bye week. I said this before the bye week, and I said this season – the Buffalo Bills are going to be facing a ton of talent. And you saw what a very good defense can do to stifle, right, a very good Bills offensive unit. And that was in Miami. And then we can talk about the heat, whatever. Fact is, execution is literally the only reason great Hall of Fame players are still talked about today. Also, Super Bowl winning teams are still talked about today. The helmet catch was unbelievable execution. Plaxico Burris scoring the game-winning touchdown was absolute execution. Guarding Randy Moss when you're only up three to win a Super Bowl, the, the New York football giants, it all comes down to it going up against an undefeated New England Patriots team that knows they can <laughs> look it's it's any given Sunday that's that's what this is all about right and you want to see the consistency out of the Buffalo Bills um and you're just wondering is is this going to be one of those games where the Buffalo Bills get exposed what could the question is I want to get into this last point here what could the Green Bay Packers expose well we're going back to it wide receiver number three whether he's lined up outside or inside we'll see who the buffalo bills are looking to use in this game but they better figure something out and they better get ahead quick in this game force aaron Rodgers to play from behind the green bay packers have not been playing well from behind they've, they've had a lot of trouble this season and we're going to see. Matt LaFleur, a, a very, very, very intelligent, um, off offensive-minded coach. I think he's turned the entire Green Bay Packers organization around with Aaron Rodgers. They've had chances to obviously hit the Super Bowl. Um, so we're going to see. We're going to see what they decide to do. I think, look, if I'm Green Bay, I am trying to, early on, attack the strengths of the Buffalo Bills defense to see how you match up against that strength. 
that strength is going to be to see how well they can handle the pass rush early on and also trying to run it up the middle. The Buffalo Bills defensive front, if if they can be trifled with, if they can if they can impose their will against that front four that is constantly shuffling in and out and they have been playing fantastic. That's where the Green Bay Packers have a chance. Now I want to I want to finish off here. Um Man, home field advantage is such a big deal for the Buffalo Bills this year. This is going to be one of those games that we're going to look back at. Did they take this game serious enough, or are they going in there cocky and whatever have you? Did they not learn their lesson going up against Miami, even though we had a ton of injuries that were just kind of mounting up, whatever? Um, it's, It's just one of those things I look at. How much more do you need? We're talking about Odell. Now we're even talking about Kareem Hunt. Uh, how much more do you need? You know, I, I think I think that the Buffalo Bills have a very big reality check this week that, yes, the, they, the Green Bay Packers may be going in there hurt, injured, but they're hungry and they are going to be like every – this is a perfect game um, to, to wake them up a little bit, right? even though they're they're on a win streak right now, to wake them up and make them realize, hey, um, if you thought the Green Bay Packers were going to be this hungry playing against you, get ready for the rest of the season where everyone's going to want to take you down to build their confidence back up as a team. That's what this game is all about for Aaron Rodgers. Even if they lose, they want to know, it's like, you know, what is it? Uh, you made God bleed it's like a you know they, they it's like a, a weird saying i heard somewhere in some weird game uh, game it was a movie iron man <laughs> jesus um yeah if you make god bleed people will cease to believe in him it's like all right that's what people are basically treating the buffalo bills as uh you know they are atop the nfl and and you know that's what i think is going to start happening we're going to have a, a bunch of games where People are going to try to build their confidence, even if they don't destroy the Bills. They don't beat them like they, you know, the Bills got beat last year against the Colts and they were obliterated. They want to see if the Buffalo bleeds and how much and can they take advantage of that, right? The Bills, as we've been saying for a very long time now, it feels that way are now the hunted and not the hunter. But they are hunting that first round by. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for joining me on Buff Hub, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I'm your host, Steve Vega. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And also, to all the first responders and military out there, I salute you. I thank you for all that you do for our community and our country. You guys stay safe out there. Enjoy yourself this weekend. Go Bills. Go Bills.